Well, a very good morning. Behind the scenes interview time here on Worcester Radio. Guest in studio today with us, talking agriculture from the OSU Extension Office, Rory Lewandowski. Rory, thanks as always for joining us here this morning. Appreciate the opportunity, Ron. Well, on today's program, we're discussing with Rory managing for productive and passionate employees. So we start, Rory, can you define exactly what we're talking about today when we say productive and passionate employee? Sure. Well, as a farm manager or a farm owner with employees, the goal is employees that are, are both productive and passionate, and those really are two different characteristics. So, for example, a productive employee is one that has the skills and the knowledge to do the job. A passionate employee is someone who believes in what they're doing. They're excited about what they're doing. Their thinking revolves around their job, and they have a real desire to excel. Now, a productive employee without passion, uh, they can do their job competently. They have that skill set, but they lack that extra bit of push or drive or maybe caring about the bigger picture. And, and so sometimes you hear managers, uh, these are the kinds of guys you hear managers say, well, if I could just you know light a fire under that one. Uh, that's maybe where that phrase comes in, but as a way of expressing that lack of passion. But on the other hand, passion alone without the right skill set and knowledge to do the job, it's not productive. And you might end up doing more harm than good. So again, the best employees have both of these characteristics. Well, any manager in any kind of profession has dealt with it, Rory. You mentioned, you know, sometimes you just see somebody and you want to let a fire under them. Yeah. What can someone do as a farm manager specifically to cultivate, A, productivity, and B, passion in employees? You know, are there, are there some management tips or practices that are used to develop productive and passionate employees? Is that something that can be cultivated? Yeah, it is. And I'm going to actually reference a uh, January 2019 uh, newsletter entitled The Learning Edge Monthly. Uh, it's put out by Bob Milligan. He's a dairy strategies uh, and human resource management consultant. And I'll use that as we discuss some of these management practices to help develop, again, productive and passionate employees. And so uh, one of the first things Bob says is that really as a farm manager, farm owner, uh, you have some responsibility, obviously. There, there's some inherent characteristics in the employees, but you as a manager can help to bring that out. So developing and managing productive and passionate employees depends upon that farm manager to take some responsibility with employees in three broad areas. One, recruiting for the required knowledge, skills, or experience and personality to do the job. Two, providing that employee then with clear expectations, uh, a list of job responsibilities and requirements, and defining the direction of the farm. And then three, providing leadership and supervision to that employee. So I want to point out that uh, some of this practice and tips we'll talk about, they can be applied equally as well to family members working on the farm as well as to non-family employees. Okay, let's start with the practice of recruiting the right employees first off. As we look at managing for more productive or passionate employees, you know, what does good recruitment involve? How does this apply to the current employees on the farm as well? I mean, you're, you're looking for obviously the right person from right. the start, so you don't have to worry about stuff on the back end. But again, right. as you're hiring new people, that also will affect those people that are already there. Right. So, yeah, those are those are good points. So, uh, And that begins, uh, so recruitment involves developing a list of what the farm requires in terms of, of knowledge, skills, uh, maybe previous experience, and even personal characteristics. So going back to Bob Milligan again, that dairy consultant, he suggests identifying three to five competencies that will determine success in the position. So it really involves having a mental picture of what kind of person is going to succeed in this job. 
you know, what are your hiring standards? Uh, hopefully you haven't put yourself in a really desperate uh, position to the point where you're saying, you know, the next person that that's, uh, drives up here is able to get out of that vehicle, walk over to me and coherently tell me their name, uh, they get the job. Uh, you know, hopefully you've got some other standards other than that and have thought through that position. So recruitment also applies to and, and matters with regard to your current farm employees, as, as you mentioned, Ron. So recruitment of new employees then has to take into account the strengths and weaknesses of, of those current employees. And that recruitment then of a new employee is approached to complement the strengths and weaknesses with the goal of building a stronger farm employee team. Now, on some farms with a larger labor pool, uh, that farm manager or owner also has to be observing current farm employees and maybe recruiting them for promotions or possibly for a, for a move into a different job task. The second management responsibility to develop productive and passionate employees involves providing clear expectations, defining job responsibilities, and defining direction. Those are obviously very important so people know what's expected of them. What do we mean, though, Rory, when we say defining direction? Can you give some examples of clear expectations and job responsibilities for somebody getting hired in? Sure. So defining uh, direction refers to making sure that farm employees understand the farm mission, understand that mission, the vision, and then the business direction and challenges that the farm is facing. So, again, going back to uh, Bob Milligan, he says to engender passion – Employees need to know why the job they're doing is important to the farm and why the farm exists. So your farm mission and vision statements, uh, those are are documents that define your core values that are held by the farm. They will provide some clarity and reasons why the farm is in business and how it does business. In addition, that vision statement then provides information about where the farm is headed and how it looks at the future. So given our current farm economy, it's certainly important that farm employees also understand the challenges that are facing the farm business and how those challenges maybe affect the farm's directions and and priorities. So all employees really need to know their job requirements, their responsibilities, and what's expected of them in terms of performance. Bob Milligan again says that the farm manager needs to explain the whys behind those expectations. Why is it important that something is done a certain way or is, or is done for this reason. You should also be able to provide a written detailed job description and then provide the opportunity for that employee to ask questions. Rory, the third management responsibility you mentioned is important is to develop uh, you know, productive and passionate employees and that's being able to provide leadership and supervision. How are we defining leadership and supervision today uh, you know, and how is this put into practice on the farm? Because so many things on the farm, you're off doing something else. The employees are expected to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. It's not like some jobs where uh, the boss is right over your shoulder all day. Right. So certainly there's that aspect of, of trust and you know, providing training so that you can have some confidence that they're doing the, the right thing. And that goes back, again, to some of this uh, support that you need to give to your employees. So uh, referencing, again, Bob Milligan, that dairy management consultant, uh, leadership and supervision are defined as supportive to the employee. So you're providing them, uh, helping them, uh, guiding them with, with their skill sets and, and knowledge of what they need to do. 
So that goal is employee success and growth. You want to make sure employees succeed. You're not waiting to catch them in a, in a bad moment and, and uh, really hammer them at that point. You want to make sure you're setting them up for success and giving them the tools they need for that. So it's a proactive and interactive management approach. Interactive in the sense of make sure you have regular, frequent conversations with the employees so you know kind of where they're at, uh, what are they feeling, do they have questions that you can clarify. Uh, also interactive in the sense of providing guidance and quality feedback. Uh, so if you sense that they don't have, uh, aren't doing something right because they don't really understand it or maybe their skill set quite isn't there, uh, you catch it early on, you provide some additional training, uh, bring in some people to help them again so that they can succeed. So quality feedback is really important here. It allows the employee to know how they're doing, uh, how effective they are, and are they meeting those performance expectations. Uh, with regard to feedback, uh, Bob Milligan says there are three actually different kinds of feedback that can be used with employees. You know, Rory, typically I think of feedback as being either positive or negative, good or bad. So yeah. I would think two. But you say there are three kinds of feedback. Yeah. What are they uh, and generally how are they used? So the three kinds of feedback are, are positive feedback, negative feedback, uh, again, which we always think about. And then there's another one called redirection. And here's how Bob Milligan defines the use of each of these. Uh, so positive feedback should be that frequent, specific, uh, provided immediately. So you're having a conversation, you notice they're doing something good, or you watch your employee, you immediately compliment them or reinforce what they're doing uh, that is being done correctly. It, that's really crucial to maintaining passion, especially in, in tough times, giving those that immediate feedback, that positive feedback. Now, redirection feedback, that's crucial for continuous improvement. You use redirection to correct improper behavior to improve, improve unsatisfactory performance. So you stop by, you notice they're not maybe following a protocol that you outlined, or they're skipping some steps, or not doing something quite right. Uh, at that point, you, you're not, certainly not going to praise them for what they're doing, and you're not going to wait and, and hammer them later in, a, in a, maybe in a performance evaluation. You want to redirect them at that time, stop them, uh, correct them, again, explain why it's important that it's done this way, what they need to be doing. So you're giving them that redirection, again, trying to redirect for success. Now, only when you're certain that that redirection feedback has failed, that's where the negative feedback comes in. And so with negative feedback, now you're providing an employee of choice. You've tried to work with them, and, and so now their choice is, okay, now you either correct your behavior and improve your performance, or there's going to be consequences possibly leading, even leading up to loss of job. All right, Rory, any other final thoughts regarding managing uh, when we're talking about trying to develop productive or passionate employees before we wrap things up today? Yeah, I think good farm managers uh, really develop productive and passionate employees by understanding the culture of the farm. And so the farm's culture is what really affects the day-to-day -day operation of the farm. It's the underlying message that when somebody walks on the farm, that message is, hey, this is the way we get things done around here. And good fa farm managers work to develop and present a farm culture that is positive and healthy. All right, Rory. Uh, for folks out there listening who want to find out more information about today's topic, how can they do that? Yeah, they can contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office at 330-264-8722. Uh, these are also available as a podcast, again, uh, courtesy of WQKT, so you can uh, listen to any of these again if you uh, have the chance or the opportunity to do so. All right, Rory, as always, thanks again for coming in and joining us here today. You're welcome. Thanks, Ron.